Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. This is our last release of 2020, and as such, we're doing a great big beer of the year wrap-up. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Well, here we are. We're That's getting it. into the last bits of 2020 and we want 2020 to get in the bin. I'm chucking it in the bin. <laughs> We're going onwards and upwards. Into I've always wanted to say that as well. I've always wanted it's to been, say that, get in the bin. Get in the bin. It's been a dumpster fire of a year. Um, obviously for hospitality, for breweries, for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just has. been... Been it's been yeah awful so i think none of us are gonna miss 2020 per mm. se um I think so, so but we couldn't we couldn't let it pass without kind of giving a final sign off and uh, best and worst and everything in between of 2020 before we do so so i think we're gonna do a casual drink and chat for this one yes um and we'll just go through some of our tops our bottoms our favorites breweries all that stuff we'll do our untapped stats that'll be fun that's always exciting fun fun fun. um and then yeah what what have you got before we go with what we've already opened that we'll start with which we're both really excited about (laughs) so excited we couldn't wait to hit record to start drinking but what did you get to drink for this episode and why right so i i've got here people who are watching i have got a swing top bottle here with a handwritten label on it um, I've got Cloud Waters One Slice to Yule Them All Imperial Xmas Cake Stout that my friend Sarah Marie got me um, as a draft pour from one of our favourite uh, beer bars in Whitstable. Um, so it needs drinking today. <laughs> That's going to be a fun, that's gonna be a fun one, isn't it? 11%. Of that. Yeah, that's going to be absolutely brilliant. Yep. Um, I didn't go with anything that quite so intense um i got the amateur pink farts and unicorns which is a name. dry hopped uh india pale lager cool. so i chose this one pretty much because the name and the can i thought if i'm gonna the can art if you're watching the video it's a unicorn that just i don't know looks it's got like now. yeah it's got like crazy <laughs> Crazy Clouds rainbow of... hair and a purple Pink. shiny horn, and it's coming yeah. through the clouds, and it, it looks like I, it might I, have I been think doing they're probably. Drugs. Probably pink <laughs> fart clouds is what it's oh, going through. Right, right, so I, I, I picked that because um, the name was fun and it was just pretty bold. But I have a backup one for if I finish before you have finished yours. And that's just the revisit of the S43 Brew York collab of the pumpkin spice latte stout. And it will kind nice. of maybe make a bit more sense because I got it to complement what we're drinking at the moment. Joanne, what are we drinking at the moment? So we have cracked open my home brew of Pumpkin Rescue, which was a pumpkin double recipe using rescued pumpkin and surplus bread that uh, toast ales put out and I was like oh that looks like a fun homebrew recipe I want to brew with surplus bread so I gave it a go and here is the result and they gave um, you a shout out didn't they they, did, they were like yeah. oh she's brewing our beer recipe yeah they put they they shared it on their Instagram page yes so that was quite exciting thank you very much toast 
You were kind enough as well to give me the label yes. separately, not taped on. So I didn't have to, I'm showing it on the video if you're watching it. So I didn't have to. My little home photoshopped um, labels. Yeah, but that means I can save it without having to rip it off and risk ruining it because I'm obviously going to save that. I'm happy with it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, so this is, we were saying before we hit the record button as we were too excited taking a sip. It's what we both know as a US type pumpkin beer. Yeah. Like That's what a US pumpkin ale tends to taste like is like this. And uh, yeah, I'm very pleased. I have put some of it back in the fridge to share with my husband <laughs> i don't really want to share it with him but instead of giving him the full half on his own i might be like well let's share 50 50 of what's left because uh, i can so send good? you more i can send you i've got a couple more i didn't get i only got six so bottles good. out of this one but uh so yeah good. it's it's caramelly it's pumpkiny yes. it's spicy i'm very happy with how it came out and it's got some really lovely streaming carbonation bubbles which I don't always see in my home brewing, so I'm very happy with it. Seven point two percent. It's got that nice dark orange yeah, colour like to it. Orangey brown haze. Yeah. But that's when colour. you say brown, it kind know, of probably like, doesn't sound no. nice, but it looks nice. Like it doesn't look like murky pond water. No. It doesn't look like turn it up to eleven. <laughs> it looks like when you hold it up to the light. Something later. Yeah, that'll bring us to something later. Um it, it looks like when you hold it up to light like a yeah. orange it looks kind of like hazy when you hold it yeah. up to the light and you're looking back back from uh, below but yeah i am loving it so let's let's sip on this and uh i think we started off i started off going let's do top five and then you yeah. did a top nine so we did top <laughs> nine and then it was hard for me to knock off one of the top 10 that i had so i just yep. turned it into a top 10 that's so fine top 10 beers how should we do it do you want to go one for one how do we want to do it are we doing them in actual number order? Have you got I them in actual number order? I didn't. Absolutely not. I, I put my least favourites in actual number oh. order because that was easy for me. <laughs> this one, it's in no particular order. I just That's list the top, the top 10 that I liked. That's fine. Um, yeah, we can do one for one. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my first one, um, I, I did cheat because I had to go back through my untapped yeah. and kind of look because there's so many that I've had this year, which we'll get into when we do our stats, yeah. that I was like I don't even remember some of my favorites I only remember <laughs> the most recent so my first one that I came across that was definitely in my top of this year was the northern monk and aunt bessie's jam roly-poly which was a jam and custard pale I expected to not like it I expected it to be a bit of a gimmick I expected it was gonna be just like oh look we've done this cross promotion with aunt bessie's and it was gonna be all right but nothing you know nothing stand out ish but it really tasted like a jam roly-poly. It was yeah. very creamy. I really got the custard in it and I absolutely loved it. My only regret with it was that I didn't buy more of it. I was so sad because by the time I got it, it was at a point where it was already hard to get hands on. And that's actually what introduced me to a hoppy place, which is the bottle shop in Windsor. Um, Cause I think that was the first order I placed with them. Cause I basically hunted this one down to them, realized I had a bottle shop near me and, just ordered a whole bunch of stuff so oh, <laughs> it was cool. it was great for two reasons yeah in, in that one so. I, I enjoyed that one as well um I really liked the the um Sunday dinner one as well which was a brown ale that was really lovely for I a brown get ale. my hand I get my good. hands on that one yeah I, so I managed to get the set from Northern Monk um it was delicious um it's not in my top my top 10 but it was very good and brown ales like I love a brown ale and it's actually like 
people need to make more brown nails basically because brown nails are great <laughs> well yeah I, I was making a um again this is the part where we've already veered off but i was making a beef stew today uh crock pot in my crock pot mm-hmm. um and i needed a brown ale for it but i didn't have one so i had to use a red ale i had to use elusive's uh level up red ale because mm-hmm. I, I was like i don't i don't it's the closest thing i've got that i could that could be comparable to use in this yeah. recipe so i'll just go with that or oh, it was a stout and i didn't want to waste any of my <laughs> proper stouts because everything i have is like pastry stout and i thought oh, that might be a bit like, that's not gonna work <laughs> yeah or i've only got one of them and i'm like yeah i don't really want to do that okay. but <laughs> yeah no so what what's your name name your first one um my first one is neo normal from siren <laughs> yes, i'm excited probably, about that <laughs> yeah it's probably one of the only i think it is the only pale beer in my top 10 i was being gonna a, ask you yeah, <laughs> being a stout and say oh that's a lie actually there's another pale one um but mostly these are sours and stouts um and i particularly enjoyed that one because it had talus in it and it was the experience of trying that hop for the first time and getting the really interesting components of that in that beer it was really interesting i enjoyed it a lot yeah it was really it was really (laughs) cool just getting the chance to be like well there's only eight breweries in the uk that have got their hands on it and let's try it and we got to try it pretty much even though the episode didn't come out right away after we tried it we did try it pretty much I think less than a week after I got it home from the tap room when it came out. So yeah. um it was yeah, it was a good one. It's not on my top list, but it was really good. But that's I mean, I've got a million siren on my list, probably, yeah. maybe, I won't say, but but yeah. <laughs> so speaking of, my second one <laughs> was, was I wonder if you can guess, and I'm repping today, my siren hoodie and my Caribbean chocolate oh, cake look at that. t-shirt, because um, it's a bit chilly, is Siren and the Green Cheek collaboration, the Every Second Matters West Coast IPA. So that one's the second variant that came out because it was Every Minute Matters first, which was also excellent, but Every Second Matters I found was just even better. Um, and it was just such a phenomenal way to showcase a west coast ipa that i was like yeah that's that's in my top list um it's interesting that i've put that one and i've not put the other one in my top list but (laughs) i was trying to be fair and not just like put the same the same stuff because you know i've kind of think both of them a bit (laughs) it was really really difficult (laughs) yeah i did um i i put two honorable mentions at the bottom of mine which i'll mention before we move on because i was like they don't really fit on my list but they were so good that i thought about them immediately but yeah, what's your number two then? So my number two is Arcade City from Overworks. So this was a sour version of their stout Tokyo Star. Um, and the souring process made it just like a Flanders Red Ale. So it had the lovely sweet but sour um, balsamic vinegar notes to it. And um, I've put it in here because... It was the first beer this year, maybe ever, that I've bought a second one of because I thought it was really good. Um, I'm usually a one and done. Yeah, that was really good. I'm going to move on to something else. And this year I found myself buying a few things where I've been like, do you know what? That was really good. I'm going to buy it again. Um, And so that was the first one that I did that with. And it was 
delicious and i've got another one in the cupboard <laughs> nice i i've not tried it at all i didn't mm. uh, this is the first i've actually really properly heard about it because i've not seen people it's not something that i think people post about but i think no. that might be just kind of it's i don't see a I don't see the amount of love for overworks that perhaps it deserves. When you speak to people one-on-one, a lot of people enjoy overworks. But when it comes to the posting habits in the forums, you don't see overworks nearly as much as it gets talked about off those forums. So, um, And I think it's yeah, because, that's, it's, that's first. because it's Brewdog. Because it's got Brewdog attached. About it, yeah. <laughs> Although, to be, yeah. Fa- to be fair, some of their stuff this year has been, um, it needs to rest a little bit. <laughs> let's say that probably with a bit more chill time yeah so I've (laughs) got quite a few that are in the fridge and I'm just leaving them there for a little bit because I'm like I'm thinking you might need to mellow a little bit and then you'll be great (laughs) yeah so yeah there's there's some things kinks to be worked out but this one was at the beginning of the year and it's quite delicious yeah, well, that's uh, I'll, I'll have to if I ever get the opportunity mm. to try it I'll definitely give that one a try because I've not had it at all um, but it's funny you should say that one made your list because it's the first one you bought again <laughs> the next one that I have in my list if you had to hazard a guess of which one would be in my list based on that theme what do you think it would be is it Affogato by Siren <laughs> It is absolutely <laughs> Affogato by Siren, which if anybody watched our ice cream pails, we had it. It's a coffee and ice cream pale ale. Um, I think unanimously, we both voted it number one out of all the ice cream pails yeah. we had. And this one made my list strictly because I bought as many. I, I mean, I was retired every time I go back to the tap yard and I'd walk by the fridges I was like well if I just get one more I'll just get one more and then there were two left at the end that were on final offer and I was like they're so sad I can't leave them there alone I have to take them home with me so I did and yeah I love an affogato in general and this one was absolutely phenomenal so it made my list strictly because I could drink it over and over and over again and be very happy with that so what is next on your list? Well, that's on my list as well. <laughs> is, it the, is it the next one on your it's list? The only, it's the only other pale on the list. Um, and it was it's it was coffee ice cream. And I love a bit of coffee. So we said absolutely it. It, was, loved it was crystallized. Yeah. It had the coffee crystal like it's been it's been in yeah. the fridge of the freezer it's like you've just taken it out you've just sort of gotten yourself a scoop of it and it really it was properly a scoop of ice cream yeah coffee ice cream wasn't it yeah I love that we both were like (laughs) I was like you we're getting this you have to try it and you're like yeah yeah, yeah, I'll try it I'll try it and then you're like oh my god (laughs) I said I I tried it the first time went what is this witchcraft and then you tried it you're like how did they do that like let me see the ingredients this is this is crazy yeah it's madness it was really, it was a really good beer very well executed um i think it might be the only one that we share yeah i think it's the on only list. one and i think guess it's the only one we share yeah and i think when we get to the end of this there's a real diverse range of breweries and beers that we've that we like between us so i think that's really interesting as well yeah and i and i think the thing is is like you'll probably name a whole bunch that I will be like, yeah, I really like that. Or I've had something similar and I really like that. Um, but when it comes to, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, I I like a lot of different stuff, but I do tend to like the hoppier stuff, whereas you like the darker stouts yeah. and, and all that, which I like. Um, and I've got some on my list, but I think 
you might really like something, but it just doesn't make your top yeah. 10. And, and I find it very difficult to do top ranking lists anyways, because I enjoy everything so much. And you go, I really <laughs> love this. And then the new one comes out and you go, oh, but I, I really this. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you forget how much you really like yeah. something in comparison when you haven't had it for a while. So yeah. um, I'm glad that we shared at least one though. And I'm glad that if we were going to share any of them, it was that's that the one, one that we shared. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is it on to me now? Is yes. it my go? Right. Okay. My next one is Hamilton's Dia de los Muertos, and it's a Mexican cake stout. And I found it to be incredible. I don't know if you've had it. Mm-mm. Ooh, it's got like the best almond notes. Ooh. It's it's really. I mean, almond usually gets kind of just lost in there. You've got to be really good to get it to stick out. And this was properly it it was really nice I'll put it that way I got it as part of a drink along that um Dave at a hoppy place sort of did the box for and when I got the box and I saw that I love a good bit of can art my wedding was you know day of the dead themed loosely all the colors and the sugar skulls and everything so I was so excited to get that label and um I can't recommend it enough especially I mean you like stout so I think yeah. you should at least try it <laughs> I think I need to drink more of Hamilton Stouts next year because um, I I have only had Crunch and Crunchier. I've not so, had one yet. Uh, <laughs> I like Crunchier more than Crunch. Controversial because <laughs> not everyone says that. Is it? That. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get into that separately. Well, yeah. Let me have it, and then we can Spoilers. have a we can have a we can have a dialogue, an unplanned yeah. dialogue about it. Totally <laughs> out of the blue dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your next one so my next one speaking of of uh peanut butter in beers is clusters from neon raptor hey i enjoyed that one from collab fest so much it was really delicious just like the thickness of it and the nuttiness of it it was yeah it was it was more than more than peanut butter it was crunch nut cornflakes in the stout <laughs> yeah which which that's really what we just happy. <laughs> That's when we discovered I'd never had crunch, yeah. crunchy nut cornflakes or whatever yeah. it is. And then you were like, you have to try them. I tried to get my hands on one. Yeah. Um, but they were all sold. The, the can oh, yeah. of the clusters that yeah. they had released directly had all sold out because I wanted to get it and then get the crunchy nuts and try them together and go, oh, does this, does this taste like? But couldn't get my hands on it. Oh, sad times. Mm. Right. My next one. And I know there's quite a few people that I've spoken to that have felt the same way about this one is Pomona Island 1952 Vincent Black Lightning, which is a double IPA. And I just can't put into words why it's in my top. If you've had it, you can probably figure out why it's in my top. If you like a good dipper, Um, it was so creamy. It had that sherbet type taste to it it was just so moorish and so lush it didn't have like a harsh alcohol taste for a higher abv like it was it was really good really moorish and i've always found pomona to do really good hoppy beers and really good sour beers and really good hoppy and sour beers so um yeah no regrets on that one if you like hoppy beers uh and smooth creamy beers and you can get one of these definitely get one nice um i've only controversial i'm being controversial again um i've only had one pomona island beer ever they just dance now though so you've got yeah i have to start 
getting into their stouts and sours because yeah. yeah, I'm not that into the the hoppy beers. But if they're doing sours and stouts, I, they might yeah. win me over. <laughs> you do. You've got you've got to get. I mean, a lot of their sours do tend to have like that hoppiness to it as well because it will be like a sour element with like mm. a it'll be like a sour IPA type deal where you're going to get the hoppiness with it. But they're very well they're very well made i think i find that they're very well made so even if you're not a hoppy person it's just because you're not a hoppy person you know yeah but try their stouts and tell me what you think of their stouts because i've not had any of their stouts yet (laughs) on the list for next year Um, (laughs) so my next one is valkyrie vendetta from overworks again um so this they did a small batch series um and this one i believe was hazelnut and cherry oh right um and just putting like those two together in a sour beer, it was really lovely. Uh, and again, I bought more of it. <laughs> that's how good it was. Um, and that's so that's in the cupboard for me as well because it just gave it like like you had that nuttiness from the hazelnut, and then the cherry came through. And cherry's quite a difficult flavour sometimes mm. to get to come through properly. So yeah, that was really delicious. Yeah, because it can kind of like it's there but it can kind of taste sometimes i find that they can taste a bit more synthetic than yeah. other fruits do um i don't know why that is i don't know if it's just the to get that type of flavor in it it ends up tasting more synthetic i don't know but um but yeah when you when you get a good one it's like it's really good yeah i enjoyed that one a lot um next on my list again for the third time in on this list is siren uh that's gonna be their nitro caribbean chocolate cake uh i found it to be very good so i kept full transparency when they first started making nitro beer we did the twin flames what episode the mini episode we did um we both preferred the classic we thought the nitro was fine but it wasn't sort of it didn't really hold a candle to the classic version and i think what that was really was they were just starting to use nitro and i think that was the first one they had done nitro and since then they've only done a handful more so i think they've just been slowly perfecting it more and more and nitro out of all of them suits this style so good and it was like drinking a hot chocolate like a cold ish hot chocolate it was yeah and i think because it was 330 mil as well it's just the right size where you're like i can have that it's not too rich it's not too filling um obviously with the cacao nibs there would be normally a bit of sweetness but it was actually more fudgy and creamier kind of a bit dark chocolate without the bitterness to it and it was really good i would have said the caribbean white chocolate cake was on the top of my list but that was not brewed this year i just drank it this year um because that was phenomenal but instead this year's favorite for the ccc's is definitely the nitro if you've not tried it i'll get you a can and i'll send it to you because i have the full set i just haven't drunk to you yeah (laughs) you've got to tell me which one you like the most when you have them and you have to give me your honest feedback on this one because i found that i've had all of them but the barrel aged and this one's they're all good but this one's my favorite okay when i have them i'll let you know i'm waiting for the perfect time to drink them because i kind of want to do at least some of them all at once to compare them to one another so that's gonna be a day (laughs) well that's it is is i happen to do it because they had the tasting yeah so i had them when i was doing the tasting but i was very fortunate that it was my birthday present from my husband so he got me two of each with the exception of the barrel age because they had sold out of the single cans of barrel age and he didn't right. want to buy two of the 
packs because you can't yeah. get one I think so um I've tried them all without thinking because I knew I'd have an, an extra one to go with nice very good planning well done mm. <laughs> I know it's only because I sort of thought, I was like, if you're not going to order them, I am. So commit to it. Or if you don't want yeah. that responsibility, if it's too much that I appreciate that, I'll get it myself. And he was like, I've got it. And he got really irritated at me. Um, but they he did understand. it in the end. I don't understand the, the need for these beers. He was going to yeah. do a fake out on me as well. Um, but I, he was going to tell me he didn't get them. So he got me this ho- like the hoodie instead. And he was like, then obviously you opened them up in the wrong order and I was like rude. <laughs> no so rude I don't like it no don't do that <laughs> um right so my next one is massive piranhas from uh neon raptor so that's two yeah. neon Ra- two neon raptors two overworks two sirens <laughs> I will go into other people so last year when I was doing my top ten uh, my top nine I tried not to have any um any double ups of of um breweries but i think i did end up with a double of neon raptor which is a surprise because i wouldn't say they're one of my top breweries but the beers i have had from them are are just excellent um but this year i was just like you know what i am gonna have doubles up because i think i've tried less of a range of breweries because i've not been going to bars and just buying what's on the board i've been selecting things myself and so I've gone oh I want this you know I want this brewery I want this brewery yeah and and the way that we've been ordering where we've said oh we're going to go from a brewery and you might go from one brewery and get a few extras and I'll get a few yeah swap them and all that it's when you're going direct to a brewery yeah unless they have a really good guest section online which some do and some don't like Brutilia's has a really really great guest section yeah elusive has a great guest section it's not on their website yeah so it's I go down there and I can pick out some really good guest beers, but if I'm ordering from them, my options are their beers. So it's, it's that thing of you end up getting more from a single brewery to make the shipping worthwhile, which means you're trying less of a sort of variation of one brewery, but it's um, yeah, it's, I totally appreciate that. Yeah. It's been, it's been a very different year for how, how we've drunk beer. (laughs) That's an understatement of (laughs) the century. Um, So Massive Piranhas is a Lassie Goes and it was black currant, red currant and raspberry, I believe. Um, Just this thick milkshake, red, massive pink blancmange head. It was just fruity and sharp and tart and salty, like just the, right balance of salty at the end to cut through that sweetness it was delicious and it just looked amazing <laughs> it was not milkshake it was it was smoothie that's the word yeah. i was looking for it was yeah, like a smoothie. fruit smoothie and yeah. i i so i had that as well and again that was really really good it wasn't quite enough to break my top but i know a lot of people that was their top favorite um and H- helen sent that to me as like a early birthday treat and i was so excited to try it and a lot of people said they couldn't get the salt out of it they were like really? oh, i don't think it was a, i don't think it was a goes because there wasn't really a lot of salt and i was like i got the salt and it yeah. was perfect like to me it was a perfect execution of what yeah. they were going for because it came in right at the right time and it just was so well balanced like you said but i think the thing with the goes as well is that it's not it doesn't need to be salty in your face at the end it's just that 
mineral yeah. salt element at the end to cut through what else is going on yeah. in the beer so you know and and it was needed in that because it was yeah. so thick and so fruity that you just needed that to get a bit more depth if it was just straight fruit I, it would have been good but I don't think it would have that level of depth that it has when you add that salt to it absolutely and that's very good snuck into my top 10 last at the last second because it was in my advent calendar <laughs> think of all the beers that we've not tried yet like i've got all these christmas beers that we that we've talked about we've and still it's got like, a I've, not, I've been holding on to them and it's yeah we still have about a week and a bit to go yeah. and we might be on a tier four situation we're not even i've right. not even looked Who before knows? joining this call uh, so I could have a lot more drinking to do over the next few weeks. Right. I don't know. So who knows what will change between now and when this actually comes out on the end of the year. And this is why we're saying that 2020 can get in that bin. Get in the <laughs> bin. Get Go back to the dumpster fire oh, you God. came from. <laughs> anyway, your next beer. This is mine. Cheer us up. Yeah, yeah. Positive vibes, guys. Positive vibes. Um I've got the Dea and Verdant collaboration, High Plains Drifter, which was, again, a double IPA. Uh, it was just really good. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's kind of all I can say about it was it's just really good. And I know Dea and Verdant have sort of, or Verdant, however you want to say it, I say Verdant. Um, I know that they've done collabs sort of since that as well, but this one was one of the first Deas that I had, one of the first verdance i think i've had um and it was really 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 good <laughs> so i'll just leave it at that because i can't really describe it any better than that fab again controversial i think i've only had two days and i've only had a couple of verdance to be just... fair daya don't really do like they do stouts but they don't really do stouts. i had an export stout from verdant and i was like yes right <laughs> i don't think that that's where they shine though no i mean they might no, do and really good fine. ones like their their breweries that a lot of people like because that's a style that they like and it's not a style that yeah. i personally enjoy i'm not a dipper fan no no Bars. but I, i've got like so i've had the um the the stout that day i did that was sort of the frank turner stout i don't even remember oh, yeah. what it was remember called. saying about it um but i bought it because it was a frank turner one but it was just a very classic stout like no frills just straight up traditional classic stout yeah and it was really good but obviously when you're used to having all these different you know pastry stouts this that and the other thing it it doesn't stand out as much to me and my taste buds but it was very well executed and it tasted really good but again they have so many hoppy beers that i really enjoy that i just don't think the stouts are where they shine and it's no. probably the true about verdant as well to be fair and that's fine because i think they're doing all right on what they, <laughs> yeah. they got plenty of fans not would me, be good to that's... see them kind of take more take a turn and try to do more variation of stouts but i don't know if they're so got that i so yeah so i i have an opinion about this and um actually i had a conversation about this with drew from boutilliers because so at the beginning of the year when we were allowed out and we were allowed to bars (laughs) there was a meet the brewer for boutilliers at a bar called the tap room in ashford and we went along to that um, and they did their Boutilliers tap takeover. We were trying different beers. Drew was wandering around with then unreleased Bad for Education. And if you were drinking Boutilliers beers, he was giving people samples of that. And he's like, this is our new big stout that's coming out. 
Um, and we sat down and we had a conversation and he was like, do you know what? We could try and do like, we could try to do these dipper bangers that people want. He's like, but that's not where we shine. Yeah. We shine in these interesting stouts and the other styles of beers. And that's what we're really good at. And that's what's, that's what is making us stand out to people. So that's what we're going to continue to make. And it's the same, it's the same with other breweries. Like you're not going to get Vault City making making a dipper <laughs> you know a no. traditional dipper no um yeah because that's not what they do that's not that's not their brand it's not what they, no it's not what they're amazing at and that's fine it's... because there are other people we can go by that are amazing at various different well, things exactly and I, but i think it's also kind of like i could see vault vault city doing you know barrel aged stouts for example because they do barrel aged sours so for them that's not obviously yeah. it's a totally different style but I think there's that same barrel agent element that they have the knowledge of that they could then use to kind of start doing something yeah. a little bit more diverse than what they're doing. And I totally, I, I agree with that. If that's not where they shine, that's not where they shine. I think for me, it's always interesting though to see those breweries that have that thing that they are so good at, take a step, diversify a little bit and go, let me actually try something that's out of my element. Obviously, yeah if it's something that they don't feel is good to release or or they don't think that's something that they're capable of continuing to release, totally get that. But I think it would be interesting to see some of these breweries branch out a little bit more just to see what they are capable of, to see what the creativity they'd have and bring to a different style would be. So I can kind of see both sides of the fence there, I think. Yeah. And, you know, brewers know best. So the yeah. brewers are going to make the, make they're going exactly to make the beer decisions. They, they're going to make the sure. good beer. So we trust. We're going to trust the brewers. We're going to trust them. <laughs> exactly. At the end of the day, we'll trust whatever they say, yeah. anyways. Your next one. My next one. <laughs> Spe- Sidetrack. <laughs> Speaking of Vault City, is Raspberry Skies from Vault City. Um, raspberry sour, um, creamy vanilla in there as well. It like I could have just drunk like I sipped on it and yes, all right. I like everything raspberry. I was going to say um, it's raspberry, isn't it? So obviously it was going to make it to your list. There's a lot of raspberry in this list. <laughs> but <laughs> it um, it was like I could have I could have drunk another bottle of it. Like I'm going to make a guess. Like, I'm going to guess right now you've got Stout Pout on that list somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it because of raspberry. raspberry. You said raspberry. Do you know what? We're just going to go. My next one is Stout Pout from Stuart Bruin, which was a raspberry stout from Collabfest. And it was delicious. And it's going to make me like it was the beautiful was balance of it was good. chocolatey malt and tart sweet raspberry, like Scottish raspberries. Um, and it, it's made me want to go and look out some more stuff from Stuart because it was delicious. Yeah. No, I agree because I've had stuff from Stuart, but I think only kind of the supermarket yeah. level stuff. And it's it's not been bad, but it's not been mind-blowing. Um, but after trying that, it was like, okay, maybe maybe need to give them a bit more time yeah. than than what, what they're being given at the moment. Back to the Vault City one. Mm. I know that they were re-releasing the Strawberry Skies. And apparently that's very similar with the creaminess and stuff. And they were re-releasing that for Christmas. They very, apparently they very rarely re-release beers, but this was so popular that they decided to do a rebrew. And I'm gutted because I didn't get one. Um, and I love strawberry. So I'm like, so, to me, I like raspberry, but I love strawberry. No, so I was see, like, oh, I want that so bad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, raspberry, I'm raspberry over strawberry every day. Um, I had strawberry skies. That was the fir- my first Vault City beer at this time last year. 
around Christmas time. And I was just like, this brewery is very interesting. I will be drinking more of theirs next year. And I did. <laughs> and you did. And, <laughs> and you I did. did. And they were great. <laughs> Still not tried any of mine because I've bought the bottles. Oh. I got the pumpkin one and I've got... Um, that one's good. <laughs> the, the, the pina colada one. I haven't had that one. Uh, and I got a few others. And basically I got the apple maple pecan because I was like okay. desperate to have that. Um, but I've not opened any of them. I've literally, so I, I have a cupboard in the kitchen where I keep my my bottle, my barrel aged bottles and the bottles that will sort of last a bit longer. I keep them in there instead of with my other beers. Um, and I was just saving them for Christmas really because I was like, I, I want, or New Year's, because um, I was like, I want them for a time when it's going to be a bit more special than just like, I'm having a session. Let me open up a vault city. Like I, it yeah. just doesn't feel special enough because I think we don't see too many things coming in bottles anymore and bottles are that size as well. So it's, it feels more special and it's like, I can't just warrant opening it up for no reason. It has to feel like it's the right occasion. So hopefully I'll get some of them cracked open before the end of this year. Oh, they are delicious. I, I do. Know, enjoy, I've been dying to have them. City a lot. <laughs> they were on, they were, they were on my top list of breweries to purchase from that I hadn't tried before, but now they're off that list because I've, purchase from them <laughs> so I'm excited to try them now right you need to do two to catch up because i okay so <laughs> first one is brew york hey you guiles which is their peanut caramel and marshmallow milk stout um just really effing phenomenal it was i mean i had it before they had to do the rebrand um for obvious reasons i probably shouldn't even call it hey you guiles i should call it hyg because i think that's what it's rebranded to as now i really want i want a new can because i want the two cans next to each other (laughs) i've got the new can in the fridge i've not had it yet did you have the old one no i've not had the old one Uh, because i'm I'm quite curious to know how they if it's quite literally the same exact recipe um no changes is it the same or is it you know is it just a case there to change the label and the name or have they made any tweaks to it but yeah if it tastes like the first one, you're going to love it. It was incredible. I really liked it. And I liked the artwork on it. It was it was fun. And as a fan of this particular film that we can't talk about because of <laughs> cease and desists, um, it was a really cool can art. And the redesign they did was very clever. clever. It was great. Um, so that's one of them. And then my next one, which you're not going to like, is <laughs> Barrier Brewing. And it was Headlines. And that was a triple IPA. And... It was so smooth and you didn't taste the, like it didn't taste nearly as high ABV as it was. I don't even remember what the AB, ABV was, but it was quite high and you didn't taste it. It was smooth and it was full of mouthfeels. It was great. <laughs> Not for you. Not for me. But it was, <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Um, What's your next one? So my next one is last the, one. no, I've got two more. Oh, do you have two more? No, okay. I've got two more. Um, so I've got. Coffee, the coffee and bramble sour from Vault City. That was just a lovely balance of roasty coffee, sweet tart, blackberry bramble fruits. Yeah, that one was delicious. I I, I saw that one and it it sounded quite interesting. Um, And it was just the coffee with the bramble and it being the sour element to it. I'm very intrigued by it, but I've got the pumpkin is it blueberry pumpkin, pumpkin spice blueberry pumpkin spice that i'm like that doesn't seem like it should work for a sour so i'm interested to see how it's going to work so i had that on the other day and it is lovely 
But when I read blueberry pumpkin spice latte, I'm expecting blueberry. I'm expecting pumpkin. I'm expecting spice. And latte says to me that there should be a bit of creamy coffee, coffee in it. There is no pumpkin in it. There is no coffee in it. <laughs> it's Where's blueberry the and spice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's blueberry and like cinnamon and ginger. Well, I guess it's fine, because the, the it's pumpkin, pumpkin, spice. pumpkin spice, not pumpkin and spice. And it's on the label, spice. it says there's no pumpkin in this. We went yeah. for the pumpkin spiced. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. It was nice. But I, I think if they'd have also experimented with a touch of creamy coffee in there, it could have been really interesting. Well, that's it. If you say latte, you're going to expect right. there's going to be coffee. So that's yeah. that's um, I'm, I'm interested to see what I'm going to think of it. But it's, yeah. it's those elements of the coffee and the fruit and the sour that I think are quite it's a bit playful and it could go either way. It could be, in my opinion, really terrible or it could be really good. <laughs> it's uh, really good. it's a gamble, isn't it? <laughs> It was really good, and I like. I'm a I'm a sucker for coffee as well, coffee flavored things. So that it was a given that when I saw that, I was like, having that, um, and it was delicious. I well, that's it. Is. <laughs> love coffee, love beer, and today when I did my siren pickup, I got a barrel aged coffee. Nice. So I'm really excited to try yeah. that because I was like, oh my god, coffee and beer basically sort of kind of together. What's this going to taste like? Definitely getting a bag of that. Nice. So. <sighs> My last one mm-hmm. is Hamilton. It's the Collab Fest beer, Mr. Scoops, oh, which was a caramel chocolate it. and butterscotch Sunday inspired stout. It was, you know, my feeling on ice cream pails. I feel like ice cream stouts takes it to a higher level, probably because it's typically fuller mouthfeels, more complex, sort of deeper flavors, I think, than maybe pails have. Yeah. Um, because you can get that sort of fuller, rich taste from the stout. So I really liked it. And I was really like gutted that you didn't get it in your box. No, so I was like, I really it's so good. I didn't get that one. It it's sounded the one that delicious. I was going to just have a third up because like the whole last of them, just to get rid of them, I was like, I'll just have the thirds and then I'll just bin the rest of them off because they're going to go off anyways. I might yeah. as well just make my way through as many as possible. Um, and this one, I was like, nah I can't bring myself to bin this one like and I drank it all I I was like I don't care that it's a week night and that it's (laughs) like a higher ABV I'm having it it was so good I'm really excited to try I've got the other Hamilton Sunday one oh yeah and I'm really excited to see how that's gonna be nice so I've got my ice cream stouts that I'm gonna line up and do them all in one go and see how it how it works out (laughs) Um, so my final one, I couldn't have a top 10 of beers without having my boys, Boutilliers, in there. <laughs> and my favourite beer of theirs this year was One Winged Angel, which was a raspberry brown stout. Um, stouts, raspberry, Boutilliers, what am I not going to like about <laughs> that? <laughs> and I like Absolutely I was, nothing. I was moving glasses around, <laughs> as you said, like my boys, Boutilliers. <laughs> and I really hope it picked up on the audio because it made like the clinking noise. <laughs> sounded like like the heavens just opened up for boutilliers you're like my boys boutilliers and then it went cling cling (laughs) yeah i had to have one of theirs in there they're really good like i genuinely i think we've talked about them so many times about how much you really like them but it's like personality wise really like them their beer's really good really like them i i did my um beer nativity scene and you told me you were like they've shared your photo and i was like yes I'm scrolling through Instagram (laughs) and I was like, I recognize that picture. That's not Tori's feed. Oh, look. 
<laughs> yeah so anybody that's listening um that doesn't follow me on instagram i was like i was trying to enter this photo competition that no i've definitely not won because the same person's gonna win because he's amazing at photo contests he's and he dressed just up as the grinch <laughs> like fully like full fully like, my, like makeup grinch. like the full face like the full everything prosthetics if i can get the word out all of that like, i think it was a mask but it's that. like the best looking mask i've yeah. ever seen and he's surrounded by beers and he's got the christmas lights perfectly like photo taken and shining and it was like amazing and then i was like oh, i need to try to do something that's at least like all right mm. and then i was like i'll make a nativity scene and i happened to have like three different Boutilia's bottles that had like animals on them so i was like you'll be the three wise men there you go <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. I shared that and Boutilia shared it. And I was like, yeah. I'm so pleased. And they were like, we love your work. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Somebody likes it. You've won in our hearts. <sighs> if thank not you. In the competition. Even though Andrew's going to win again in yeah. our group's photo contest. Because he's amazing and he deserves it. Because he takes amazing photos. I'm just yeah. jealous because I can't even yeah. start to take photos. I don't have that level of commitment in me yeah. to do that yeah it's true <laughs> in the supply of costumes that that boy's got yeah he's got trunk <sighs> somewhere it's amazing all right so all right. that's the uh that's all the good beers now we're gonna go on to our least favorite beers only top and five they're not all, but yeah to be fair that was probably the longest bit a because we diverted and yeah. b because there was 10 of them for each of us whereas we've we've narrowed it down for the other ones and while we do that i'm gonna open up my amateur i'll do that <laughs> i'm ready for my next beer <laughs> just going to give this a pour i love double dry hot beers so i'm really excited about this she's excited um so do we just should we just go through our top five yeah i'm gonna do my yeah you go first while i sample right so i have put these ones in order (laughs) Um, i do as well (laughs) so five we're gonna i'm gonna go from five to five being not as bad as the others one being the worst beer and this is nothing against the brewers. I'm sure there are people out there that really enjoyed these beers, but they were not for me. Yeah. Um, so number five was Snowblind by Totally Brewed, which made me really sad because I've had other Totally Brewed beers and they were really delicious. Like I had um, Papa Jangles Plum while I was up in, when we did um, a trip to Nottingham and it was delicious. I've had, they had um, Tijuana Build a Snowman, which was a Mexican, I like the name. Yeah, which was a Mexican goes delicious. Um, so Snowblind was supposed to be a white chocolate white stout, which I was excited about because I was like, that sounds amazing. And it was citrusy and refreshing and lovely, but I, there was no white chocolate in it. There's a bit of Tonka. Um, so I was like, oh, it wasn't as white stouty and white chocolatey as I liked. So I appreciated them. Oh. oh, yeah, it was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay but otherwise <laughs> totally brewed usually make excellent beers so that that one just made me a little bit sad never had anything from them before yeah, are they, they the nice ones beers. that are they the same ones that have also done the reusing bread or is that another one that i'm thinking of um don't know don't i think that's think another so. one that i'm thinking yeah. of that's got a similar name to that because yeah. it's something brewed but um but yeah, yeah no no, not. no so try some of those because some of those are really good but don't I'll try snowblind <laughs> <laughs> try it but don't try that one don't try that one um my next one was marja 
which was a collaboration between Hair of the Dog and Omnipolo. And it was a uh, barley wine. Oh. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry, that just came no, out. That's that was... fine. Barley wines. So I find barley wines are really hit. I struggle. With me. Yeah, I struggle with barley wines. Sometimes they're absolutely amazing. Sometimes not so much. It's just um, not to my taste. I, and can't, you know, I can't like it. I was excited to, to try this one because it was Omnipolo. And then I have had other beers from Hair of the Dog, who are an American brewery, only because my friend's boyfriend went over to America and brought them back for her. <clears throat> and she was like, I don't know anything about beer. <laughs> he wants me to drink these and tell him what I think. Will you come around and, and drink these with me? <laughs> so we know what they are. And Do you we have to like them. feed her lines like, it's very hoppy. And then <laughs> and she's like, it's very no, hoppy, but, I like no, it. No, so it wasn't even that. They're like, they do really weird barley wine, oh. interesting concept beers, right? So, yeah. um, and I was like, I've, I've never heard of this brewery before. Let's see what they are. And there was one that was a cherry beer and I was really excited about. Right. Um, and we went on Untapped and read some of the reviews to try and work out what it was before we drank it. And uh, there were descriptions of how it tasted like old leather and tobacco. <laughs> and we were like, oh, okay. It's like, tastes and like then, your grandpa or right, something and then, like that. Oh. And then we drank it and it tasted like our granddad's. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, um, and I was like, oh. So we didn't drink much of those. So then I was like, well, I wonder if this, because it's with Omnipolo, will do something with it. And it didn't. <laughs> we'll do something. For, I like the way you've tried to like, will you like, no. do something? No, it was just, there was just a massive alcohol burn, which I'm not a fan of. And My question is though, who was the main, so like, obviously I when they collaborate, it's like you're brewing dog. out of somebody yeah. else's thing. And I always kind of wonder, it would be really interesting to speak to somebody that has that experience of doing the collaborations, like somebody from a brewery or something to understand sort of when you're doing a collaboration, how much is the guest for lack of a better way of describing it, the guest brewery, e.g. the one that they're not, brewing out of how much input do they have do they come up with the recipe together or do they just kind of go I can give you some ingredients or well I've seen it in various ways where they come up with the like they collaboratively come up with the with the recipe um one brewery will don't will donate bits of ingredients to another they'll brew it at one particular place um like Boutilliers have done uh collaborations with breweries and sent them the fruit tea to go in it because that's their signature thing that they do um so yeah it's it depends on what what outcome they want yeah if you're if you're a brewery if you if you made it this far and you've brewed (laughs) as a collaboration with anybody adventures underscore in underscore optimism on instagram i genuinely want to know how it works because i'm very intrigued by that whole thing of the levels that you can get involved in each other but yeah that made me curious when you said it was a collaboration yeah so i think to bring more i thought they would change it up a little bit but i think it was more hair of the dog but it was huge alcohol burn cloying and a bit like cough mixture oh not a fan um i'm sure there are people out there that would really enjoy it but those are not elements that i enjoy in a beer so i'll be your cup of tea doesn't not it? my no, cup of tea no pun intended no. materials <laughs> <laughs> um number three was jam session raspberry goes by big drop so this was oh. a non-alcoholic beer and i was like oh a non-alcoholic goes i'm really excited about this and it's raspberry raspberry non-alcoholic goes where could we go wrong tastes like vinegar <laughs> I say, how can you go wrong like it that tastes, feels it, like that's yeah. an easy that it 
I don't have any brewing experience. So for me, <laughs> it sounds like when you're doing like a fruit, sour, a fruit that's naturally a bit tart anyways, you kind of think, oh, you're going to do a goes with it. And it's not even yeah. going to be alcoholic. So surely that should be a automatic win. So that's interesting that they got yeah. vinegar out of it. it t- well, and when you looked at the ingredients, they had put malt vinegar in it because oh, obviously okay. the sour elements come from the fermentation mm. caused by the fruit and the and the um bacteria and the wild yeasts and things like that um and so they had put malt vinegar in it <laughs> and i was like that's why it tastes like vinegar i was not yeah. a fan i'm not a big vinegar fan in general like when people here get chips and they put vinegar on it oh. see i love chips i love vinegar like on chips i no, love I, um, like I love a bit of balsamic vinegar flavors but this this was not this was i like not right. it on like salad dressing okay but that's kind of where i draw my line yeah. after that i'm like not a big fan of it but no, it just, it was not what I wanted, unfortunately. <laughs> um, number two, Wake Up and Smell the Goes by Evil Twin and Brewdog. I was very disappointed. It sounded very, very promising as breakfast goes. Um, it tasted like LucasAid. <laughs> I'm not a fan of LucasAid. I, I, I found it upsetting. <laughs> I'm going to come in with a controversial opinion and yes. say I actually liked it. <laughs> That's fine. It was uh, not I li- what I, liked I wanted. It. But a lot of people, I found that I was in the minority when it came to that. And and that's what, I think there's some beers that you can go, maybe that was a bad beer or maybe something was off about it or, yeah. you know, something. This, I don't think there was anything off about it. I think it was just a very niche yeah. taste that you're and either going to like or not like. I think my my expectations for it were not met. Like uh, when they said it was a blueberry um breakfast goes i wanted something like a bianca obviously not to the level of a bianca but that's the kind of thing i was going for and that's not the flavors that i got and i was like no "No." i'll admit that i don't think it it didn't taste the way that i expected it to taste but i personally didn't dislike it but then sort of the caveat on that is i didn't drink that by myself Mm. i split that can so i found it to be quite rich and i thought half that you know the 220 mils was more than enough yeah. and it was enjoyable had I drank that whole can like a lot of other people who didn't like it did I might have turned around and gone it was too much I, I couldn't get on with it it was just I think it there were overpowering tastes in it like the maple I think was a bit overpowering yeah you didn't get enough blueberry um it but it was to me it was interesting it was a bit unique so I enjoyed it, but I don't think you were alone in not liking it. No, I know and, so know, many people that didn't. Yeah, no, I just didn't like it. <laughs> that one was not for me. Um, mm. And my number one on my least favourite beers was... Be... I'm a beer morty from Handbruco. Cucumber, orange slash one pepper, needs to get out of my beer. <laughs> I am Nothing so excited. I am so excited to say my top five. Um this one's not in it but i i do remember us going through and being like we're sorry hand bruco it's just not for us i'm sure they're a great i'm sure they're a great brewery but i tried them again but the thing is they nailed it like we said it they nailed the 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 pickle (laughs) they delivered that's the problem they delivered what they said they were going to deliver and that was the problem (laughs) this is a beer with with cucumber and szechuan pepper in it great i don't want those flavors in my beer It's not a beer that I would have picked because I know I don't like those flavours. Um, I actually it came picked from... it. <laughs> you picked it. I, I got it in it. 
my club fest mix so i was just like oh well i'll try it yeah no not for me <laughs> i went all the way to brew dog to get and it bought it extra <laughs> nonsense without knowing but i should like and this is what i'm most angry at myself about is i should have known because like what else would have ricky it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a pickle especially beer, like, one called <laughs> i'm a beer malty like right. what was it gonna be it was obviously only ever right. gonna be a pickle beer right and the szechuan that was like a nice that was a nice touch didn't like it but it was a nice personalized touch yeah sorry Hambrew Co. i'll make an effort to try and buy some of your beers next year so you're obviously great with your flavors you're great with your you're clever at getting the flavor that you say in your beers just that was not that's not flavor it's not for us no right so that was your um top five least favorites yes so i've done mine um i've done mine in order so i'll start with the number five and then i'll work my way up the same way you did but first i want to say my honorable mentions for the top ones yes because i didn't say them um the first one is doesn't count because it was brewed last year but i only drank it very early this year and it was from a u.s brewery in new england called night shift and they made a beer that was a sour berliner vice called sweet nectar and it was like they it was a peach and strawberry berliner vice and um they tried to get the elements of like a peach cobbler and a strawberry shortcake and there was lots of lactose in it and it was amazing <laughs> it was the can art was like so simple but just gorgeous and it i just i loved it i wish i could have it all the time um and then the other one doesn't count because it's a cider so i didn't count that but it was sucker for pumpkins oh <laughs> uh, yes and it was hox cider because i had it at the hox tap room yeah it was amazing if they bottled it, I would have had every bottle I could get my hands on. It yeah, I had that incredible. last year and it was it was quite delicious. It was amazing. They get the And I'm not a cider. Like, like I'm not a cider person, but that was really lovely. That was it. I yeah. was like, I don't know Just if it's pumpkin. gonna be too acidic. And it like no, it was perfect. It was beautiful. I wish they bottled it. But yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Fabulous. So <laughs> my number five least favourite was London Beer Factory's MDMA. Um, it was, I, I want to say it was probably like a double IPA or something. I don't even remember. I didn't even jot it down because I really didn't like it. I had it at the <laughs> tap room in London. Uh, a bunch of us did. None of us liked it. We thought it was BS. So I didn't like it. I think the thing with London Beer Co is I, I've, from the ones of theirs that I've had, I just find them a bit hit and miss. Like, yeah, I agree. absolutely adore Zia the tiramisu stout you can get in tesco's that is amazing like it's everything you want from pastry stout it's thick and sweet and it's got those coffee cream tiramisu flavors in it It it's beautiful but then i've had um the what is it the cranberry and cranberry and orange sour one the summer solstice yeah and i just found that really really acidic it um, makes a lovely beer cocktail. You can make a lovely I Cosmo. Do, I have got one it. to try it's and great. make a beer cocktail with because I was like, oh, maybe that will take the edge off of it because it'll have I've the, done the it. acidity to it. It's lovely like that. But as a beer, I was not a fan of it. So I think they're just a bit hit and miss with their beers. I, I agree with you. So like going to the tap room, we did like a flight board and yeah. there was none that I thought were just okay. It was either really not for me, really didn't enjoy it. Or yeah, this is this is brilliant. Like there was very few that I kind of went, 
oh, I'd have it again. It's all right, but I don't love yeah. it. Um, I agree with you. Totally hit and miss. I think I would even argue the majority for me personally are a miss. And I find that there's certain ones that I find that I go, oh, I'm pleasantly surprised by that because I'm expecting it to not be that great. I know yeah. a lot of people like the, is it called Big Milk? It's the Milk Stout that's in Tesco. Okay. I didn't See, like that. It was too bittersweet no, for me. I oh, well, I... I had that. I hear that they've changed the recipe since I had it, but I found it incredibly thin and fizzy. Mm. And I'm like a milk stout. I want to be thick and creamy. And it was. Well, that's it. It was quite thin. Um, yeah. It was not massively fizzy, but it was fizzy and it was too bittersweet. I wanted it to be creamier and milkier and it just yeah. wasn't. So I, milk I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I just <laughs> that's didn't what you're like after. It. No. Yeah. Not for okay. me. <laughs> My number four, which is why I was laughing at your hand, Bruco is Wild Weather's Damn Dead Cucumber. And I mentioned it to you, I think, when we had the yeah. hand bruco, was I was like, for some reason, my stupid, idiotic brain didn't piece together the fact that a sour cucumber was a pickle. <laughs> this thing, I cannot fault Wild Weather. I've said it before and I'll say it many, many more times. Cannot fault them because their flavour was spot on what it's supposed to be. It tasted like pickle juice and i couldn't have more than two sips it was revolted because i was like i hate pickles so i was yeah. like uh and i gave it to my husband i was like here you go you, you can just have it and he's like yeah it's proper pickle juice isn't it <laughs> i was like yeah you could put that in a jar tell me it's pickle juice and i would believe it because they were so spot on with it it was yeah i'm sorry wild weather i really like them they're local to me i, I enjoy their stuff it's too real. Not that one. Not that too one. real. <laughs> it was awful. Um, so that's that one. My number three was Wild Beer Co. Sourdough. I've not it had was that one. Very. Wait, yeah, see if you've had it. For me, I found it to be very like vinegary. I genuinely had to go back and check if I had accidentally like if they started branching out and doing sourdough starters <laughs> it was vinegary and it was oh. but it wasn't like it wasn't sour in the yeah. way that you go oh it's sour it was it was just very vinegary like oh. I thought I'm supposed to mix this I bet it would be phenomenal to make bread with um <laughs> sourdough bread but I thought I was drinking a sourdough starter mixer or something like that it, oh, I had to check sad. it was actually meant to be drank on its own because oh, I love wild weather I've got my new wild wild not wild weather um wild beer co I've got wild my new beer co wild beer co t-shirt on because they're one of my faves oh I've not had that one that makes me sad the, the problem is like they do do some really great beers and I think they can get quite experimental. They yeah. like to play around with flavors and I think it's quite interesting what they do. And there's a lot of stuff again, like you said at the beginning, it's no offense to these breweries because it's, it's not something that's stopping us from continuing to drink them. It's not anything that, you know, you shouldn't try yourself to see if it's right for you. Um, but for me, it was just, I'm sure somebody that likes that very niche style would enjoy it. But for me, I'm going to try it. It was if bad. Still got I, dra- some, I drain poured it. it. <laughs> oh, no. Literally, neither of us. We, we had two sips each and we were like, I, I can't. It's, it's got to go. It was too. And we very rarely drain pour. It's only if we can't force ourselves to drink something. And it was just too much for us, I think. Um, My number two, which I think will be controversial because I know some people absolutely love it, is Omnipolo Elvis. 
Which one's that one? I it's the one that's the peanut butter banana bacon. Right. It tasted it was very malty. It was malt heavy. Right. Um it tasted like vomit to me. Oh. I just the flavours all together. <laughs> It didn't mix well for me. I know some people really enjoyed the mix of it. Um, I don't think I got enough of any flavor in particular. I think I just got them smooshed together. Yeah. And they don't mix well. No. And I think for me, <laughs> I think there were a few experimental Omnipolo ones. We were just like, no, nah, you didn't need, like, you didn't need to put those, you didn't need to put those flavors together. You know, the Bianca range is pretty phenomenal. Um, I wasn't a fan of what is it space cookie where it was like I want the um, pumpkin one. They've done oh, a pumpkin one. Oh, have they? Yeah, but it's very. I can't find it to get my hands oh. on it. So there's one. It's, that was it's like an import only. Candy floss, pina colada, blah, blah blah, like all these things mixed together. And I was like, there is no need to mix all of those things together. And I ended up with one just to try it, and I was like, nope. <laughs> but that's it. Is I think that every every release, they're like, what else can we just what can we do to take Let's it up another notch? See what we can throw in there. And sometimes yeah, it works, it, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes <laughs> it works and sometimes it doesn't. But I think every time a new one comes out now, it's difficult to know if they're playing around because they want to see if they can create something really good or if they're just trying to A, shock people with what they're putting together and B, finding the most random stuff they can put yeah. together just to be like, oh, this one will be talked about because it's weird. Like it's almost like they want to get that, the the buzzwords all in there so people go weird like that's crazy um and sometimes it just feels like that's a step too far which i'm all about creativity play around do whatever but they just seem to try to up the ante every single beer this one i know a lot of people liked it i know a lot of people thought it melded very well the flavors i just thought it tastes like vomit so Speaking of vomit tasting beers, my number one, (laughs) my number one is Tiny Rebel, turn it up to 11. I maintain that beer is not oxidized. It's not nothing. It's not about, so I tried to keep off anything that was alcohol free or anything that I knew had gone wrong. Like there was Mm -hmm. a Brew York I had that was, it tasted chemically. I didn't include that on the list because I don't think it's fair because I think that genuinely went wrong. This, I think, went wrong because it didn't turn out how they intended. I don't think, I think it's a bad beer. Yeah. I don't think it's like a, a bottling problem, a canning yeah. problem or anything. It was just a bad beer. And I think they refused, they doubled down and they refused to admit it. Yeah. And I'm not going to get heated up again, but it tastes like vomit <laughs> and I'm sticking by that. And I think whoever thinks that that was to their taste buds has to have, I don't know, type 2 diabetes i don't know it's very like very sweet uh, it was too too much too much i decided not to buy it and i was really glad you <laughs> i i uh, i kept out of that one quite glad that i did for me it was too sweet i don't believe it was made to anybody's taste and i just think it tasted like vomit and i maintain it and i, I stick by what i've said that it's just a bad beer Pictures of it looked like palm water as well. It was like <laughs> palm water, but it was yeah. it was red on the eye because colour is a spectrum. So yeah, according no. to them, colour is a spectrum. Yeah, but pe- pond water is not a desirable colour in a beer. <laughs> well, you don't don't put Just at least saying. if colour is a spectrum, don't put it's red on the eye. Just right. put colour as a spectrum could be any numerous <laughs> colour. I don't know. It was it was crap. <laughs> I didn't like it. No. Nah. 
Not to say that there, there were people that genuinely liked it. Yeah. There was a, ha- yeah. a handful of people that genuinely liked it. And if it's to their taste, that's great. Yeah. For me, I was just like, this feels like it, it doesn't taste how they described it. And it doesn't look how they described it themselves. Therefore, I, I can't believe that that's how they meant it to be. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, passionate. That's passionate. <laughs> uh, let's go to something a little bit nicer. Um, yes. Top five Get the breweries. Get out the way. <laughs> Top five breweries or five breweries that we want to try next year in 2021. Uh, Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I've got Dig Brew Co. Uh, Really, it's because I think they look cool. Like, if I'm quite honest with you, it's just because they look cool. Um, So I like the wax, the wax seal at the top. So that's definitely, and I hear they're really phenomenal. So I really want to try those. Um, Fallen Acorn. I've wanted to try them for quite a while, but every time they sort of release beers, it, it comes out after I've already bulk bought so many beers that I'm poor. But since they've released Pie Hard, I'm like, yeah, next paycheck, that is going to be my first paycheck, post-paycheck purchase is going to be Pie Hard because I just want it so bad. Um, third one's Malt Garden because I've heard really really great things about them i don't know i don't think they're based in the uk so i think that's going to become a bit more difficult to get post brexit so gonna try to get some of that sooner rather than later um i had cantillion sort of on the list and i took it off but i think that's going to be another one i want strictly because i think it's going to become more difficult and even more expensive to get um and it's quite highly sought after as well so that was my sort of bonus um I want to try Wonder Beyond because their artwork's amazing. Oh, and you not had Wonder Beyond? Never had Wonder Beyond. Oh, they are good. Never had it. But I, I really like their artwork and they seem like they've got quite interesting beers yeah. as well. So that's on the list. And then Don Zoko, really just because it's like fun to say. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't I don't have a really good reason <laughs> for that one. It's brilliant. Just, I've just seen it come up before. Yeah. And I'm like, Don Zoko, like that's fun. So that's my top five. five. Um, so Don Zoka are on my list as well. So mine, not necessarily breweries that I've not had anything from before. Some of them are. Um, but some of them are because I've had like one or two and I've enjoyed them. And I'm like, you know what? I think I need to have some more of those. So Don Zoka's on that list. I had one of theirs from the Club Fest box and it was really delicious. Um, and I think, so Don Zoko, I've also got Utopian on here. I've only had one of theirs. And... Bray, uh, Bray Brook Brewing Co. are also on this list. Um, they all do lager beers, and so I think I've not had a lot of those because I generally shy away from that style. Because I'm like, oh, they're not. It's not my favourite style. I'm not going to say I don't like lagers because we all know that's a lie. But um, they they don't make my favourite style, so I've not bought them. But I'd like to branch out into theirs and just expand my knowledge of uk-based lager brewers i think that'd be interesting yeah i think um, the utopian i like I, said, yeah. I, think I said a minute ago that i i it's almost made my top five but then didn't and i think what's happened is there's been quite a few times where i've almost tacked it onto an order the way i do my purchasing online is i'll sort of put everything i want in the basket and then i realize i've spent way too much money <laughs> yes. so i try to do like a culling it's and i have 130 to... quid and yeah, even though you're it's... getting the free shipping that's still yeah. too much go go look at joe's tiki tockies because she's posted the new tiki tockie that she yeah. both she posted the other day is my favorite <laughs> tiki tockie absolutely love it 
and that's me when I'm doing my beer purchasing Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is because you just have to go watch it if you want to see it but I basically put it all in my basket and then I have to do the painstaking it's like picking your favorite child you've got to be like which one do I want and that one always I think because it's lager and it's my least yeah exactly I'm gonna pick a sour over the top of it like yeah that is the thing and I think I've not Braybrook I've not seen many places so, I've not even heard of it. Yeah, so I think you'd have to shop directly from them, maybe. Mm. Um, Where are they located? Been... Um, good question. Sorry. Have a look. <laughs> just had your research, um, Joe. I'm under it. Well, I just put them on the list because I thought they sounded interesting. Oh, they're near You didn't market... expect me to ask a follow-up <laughs> I, question. <laughs> I did not. They're near Market Harbour. I know where that is. Um, it's in the English countryside. <laughs> but they they do... They've done some interesting... Um, lager beers that I've I was seen. just thinking like could we do like a drop-in and just pick them up but I don't know how far away it would be for me to get know. to to do a pickup but um but yeah they're on my list to to try because they look interesting um I want to try some more brew by numbers I've had I think I've had at least one of theirs um but I have not managed to get my hands on some of their fruit sour uh, fruit gozes that look you like it gorgeous yeah they you'll just really like them so I really want to get some more of those. Um, also, I'd like to try Dig. They're a bit hype, hype beer at the beginning of Ooh, the of the year, and I didn't manage double. to get any. We got yeah. two the same. Yeah, man. we're just going to be sending each other beers. Let's, yeah, let's that's it. it. What we're doing right now is we're building up the <laughs> yeah. list of things that we're going to go out and yeah. buy, and we just know that the other person wants it. I think I already told you I'll get you a pie hard last yeah, night. I told we'll you I'd get you a pie hard. We'll just do a swap. See, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we keep the keep the bar. This is how we keep the podcast down. going. <laughs> And then when it comes through the door, we're just like, that's for the podcast, husband. <laughs> it's not It's not just for me. It's for the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's for the podcast. It's for the business. Like, no judgment. Expenses. <laughs> um, and then my last one is you play. You need to receipt them, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to start doing it. Don't even joke. <laughs> um, uh, and my last one is play Bruco. I want to try that one that looks like it's a drumstick beer. <laughs> Again, it's the one that Play Bruco is always the one that kind of I see them and I'm like, I really want them, but I've never I've never hunted that they're always the one that I want. I wanted the ice cream one, I wanted yeah. the waffle one, and I wanted the birthday one, but I didn't want them enough to go direct to yeah. them to buy it. Um, but then I didn't again they're ones I put in the basket and when it came down to it I was like I don't know if I'm gonna like this and this hype one that I really want that takes precedence so I think we need to put I think we know we have to do we have to put in an order with play Bruco and yeah. um yeah. <laughs> and try I don't I don't think I've seen them in the places where I'm buying a mix box yeah me so either. they've not ended up in my basket um, or I've seen the ones that I'm not as interested in and so I'm kind of like oh if I'm gonna yeah. get one I don't want this one to be my first one and I did go and look on their website and I considered buying a pack and just sending you a set. But there was, I think it was four in the set and t- three were interesting and one was a pale. And I was like, mm. oh, <laughs> I don't want that one. No. But you couldn't get singles. So, yeah, that's, that's the pain. Yeah. yeah. We Keep an see. eye out. See you next year. Yeah. <laughs> right. So next subject that we've thought about for this wrap up episode is top places we want to visit if we're ever allowed 
out of our houses if we're ever allowed out in 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 the break we had a a a breaking news that we're both now in tier four so christmas is cancelled for both of us and we're never leaving our house again and we're just going to become day drinking beings that just start drinking at breakfast now so that's what's going to happen great we're excited um so if we're ever allowed out of our houses ever again (laughs) i really want to visit duration in norfolk um i did their um but they've done a number of virtual tours around the brewery because they only brilliant they only put it together this year they're in a in a renovated barn and it didn't come together as quickly as they wanted because there was um endangered bats in the rafters oh and so they had to have like con con um conservationists come out and work it all out and like preserve the bats and whatnot to get it all done they've done that um they they have a brilliant sustainable business they're trying to use um ingredients that are local so it's like farm farm to table type jobs they're really brilliant and um they are hoping to open a tap room on site so i really want to go visit them at some point um that's it. I think we mentioned them on our sustainability yeah. episode because they're one of those breweries that don't shout loud enough about their sustainable. Yeah. Pra- like when you go and look for it, you can see it on their website, but they're not sort of the same as Brewdog who are like, we do sustainability. You have to kind of look for it on their website. Well, I think they are talking about it more now, but yeah. I just, I don't think their voice is as loud, loud. as, Bre- as yeah. Brewdog or Toast or someone like yeah. that. You know, they're, they're just kind of quietly getting on with it and being amazing in the background yeah I Um, I just knew obviously I knew of them before we did the sustainability episode but I didn't know about the sustainable practices until I physically went to do the research on sustainable breweries and that's when I was like they I wish that more people knew that they were so sustainable so it's uh, maybe they're getting a bit better at it now but I remember being like there's a tab here but if I didn't know to look for it if I was just doing a shop for beer I would have never have even seen it they're very good beer, so yeah, they're brilliant. Miranda, and, place Miranda to go and, see. Bright and Bates are great, so I want to go and visit them, please. When I'm allowed out of the house, that's fair. <laughs> um, I also would like to do, if it ever happens again, <laughs> um, the um, Wild Beer Co. Cheese Festival, beer and cheese festival, because on their site they have their stuff, and then Westcombe Dairy is there as well making cheese literally next door um and so they have a joint beer and cheese festival and we got their beer and cheese box this year because they couldn't do it face to face they sent it out happened to coincide with our wedding anniversary so it was delightful we did this lovely Lovely event (laughs) yeah so we did this lovely beer and cheese pairing and they they put on like a virtual version of it and it was great um i would love to go and do that in person whenever I'm allowed out of the house again. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> I think I'd love that. My problem is, I think Siren did one as well. They did a beer and cheese pairing. The only reason I didn't do it is because I'm not one for blue cheeses and like. I love blue cheese. I'm very particular about my soft cheeses. I'm more like hard cheese okay. person. And they had, it was such a mix that I was like, I'll only eat about 50% of this and I didn't want to waste it. So I was like, I'll just buy some exotic cheeses and yeah See, if it <laughs> the ones been, I like but if, if it's it, in person I could go I don't want that one I yeah, want that one and I wouldn't feel like I'm wasting a block of cheese because I yeah. love cheese it's just I'm very picky about the cheeses I like 
Yeah, so I just can't have goat's milk because I'm allergic to goat's milk. Um, so goat's cheese, though it's delicious, makes me ill. Um, otherwise, give me that cheese and I'll try it. <laughs> Gordon I'm is a like cheddar person. I'm like Gordon's anything that's a like a cheddar. <laughs> Gordon's a cheddar person, but there's in the wild beer co one there was a mature cheddar, a smoked cheese, a red Leicester, and a car Philly. I wasn't too fond of the car Philly, but the other ones were lovely. And and we got it because there was actually cheeses that Gordon and there, I think there was a blue and I had that. But um yeah, there was cheeses in there that Gordon would eat as well. It was, it was really delicious. That's it. That sounds like the majority of stuff. Yeah. Like I'd have a red Leicester, I'd have all yeah. that stuff. That's what Gordon I think, has. I think, I think more people need to have this cross this cross collaboration, this the synergy yeah. where they go, here's a food box and here's the beer box and let's do these like food beer pairing collaborations yeah. to suit you in your house. Like I would love to see more of that. That's something I want to see more of in 2021 is, you know, more food. cross <laughs> cross collaborations with food. Um, because I like food, I love food and I love beer, and I want them both, and I want to be able to have them in my pajamas. So Yay. please, breweries. <laughs> more beer and food in 2021 in my nice. house yeah <laughs> lovely love it <laughs> anywhere else you want to go or is that um on, on your list i mean i'd like to go back to belgium um i'd like to go back to the delirium cafe where you can where they've got a catalog of 2000 beers <laughs> that's i didn't get to go one. to that i was so oh, i wanted to go to it so bad and brilliant. i didn't get a chance to go yeah to it. so i've been there I'd, I'd like to do that again um i would actually like to go up to york and do trembling madness bar and brew york bar and just go and do all the great bars that are in york i think that'd be a great road trip i've got leeds and york so on my <laughs> list a place i want to go i've got leeds slash york pub crawl so i want to do like long weekend yeah some time in leeds some time in york um i think it's probably already going to happen because obviously our mate Helen lives in Leeds and I'm like we, we're just like counting down the days until yeah. we can see each other in person <laughs> and go drink in person and our, and our mate Donna's in York and we're like yeah we just need to do like an epic crawl through Leeds and York and I think after this dumpster fire of a year and after this tearful Christmas we are 100% gonna do the most epic long weekend pub crawl of our lives I think we'll just yeah. train it from one place to another place <laughs> as soon as we can and go to all those places so that's on my list as well oh I tell you like my last one um i would like to go to wild weathers tap room that was on my list of places to go this year and i didn't get to go in you can come visit yeah i can come visit (laughs) you and go to wild weathers tap room that's what i want to do yes that's it and then i'll come visit you and then we can go right to butilias yeah and we'll do um we'll have to wait until generation craft happens and then you can yes generation yeah you come to me i'll take you to wild weather and we can go to all the other tap rooms in the area while we're in reading we can go to phantom we can go to all those places and then i'll come to you for the beer festival that's (laughs) over that way in kent yeah Yay. so we both shared Leeds and York um you had some brilliant places that I haven't had a chance to go to myself um I my list so we've gone to Tokyo well we've gone to Japan twice now and we were looking at going to Japan for a third time um because we love it there and I don't know if we'll get to go next year but maybe 2022 um on my top list of places I want to go is Omnipolo just oh, well more recently just opened up a tap room in tokyo uh i've gone to the hitachino brewing nest in tokyo Ooh. and it's just like that like the craft beer scene in tokyo is so oh, they're just so attention to detail on everything and like it, they're very 
everything's crafted and just meticulously done. So I want to know what this Omnipolo tap room is going to be like. Um, you can get Omnipolo at their, I think it's Costco. They're Costco. Or, no, no, they're Ikea. It's, that's what it is. They're <laughs> Ikea sells Omnipolo. That's hilarious. Like, this is BS. We need yeah. Ikeas that sell Omnipolo. So I'm really excited to get back to Japan in general and to eat amazing food and to go to the Omnipolo tap room in Tokyo. That's on my list of things amongst many other tap rooms and breweries in Japan. That's really what I want to get back and do. Um, Also on my list is I really want to go to Elusive's tap room. Um, Obviously, they're my local. So close. You're so close. You've just not been able to go Exactly. I pick stuff up for them all the time. But by the time I realized they were there, the tap room was already shut. And they are everything I love, like video games. They're so nice. Andy and his his partner, they're so sweet. They're so nice people. I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in because you know what? I have... Brutilia's opened their tap room um, just before Christmas. Then we were going to go. So Women's Pint Club, my my beer group that we have here, we were going to go for our first birthday to their tap room in Ashford, um, and it was closed because of licensing issues. So we ended oh, up going. To, I know, it. so we couldn't go. And then we just didn't get to go to the tap room. Like I've I've popped in and bought beers from the shop. That's part of that of of the tap room but i've not sat in and actually had spent time in their tap room exactly the same like it's literally just there and i just i have not been able to get in there and and sit and drink there so that's on my list as well i completely forgot about that yeah i I think i've I've been to sirens obviously yeah um and i guess it's different because like sitting outside siren they don't have it's just a different experience in general i think because with elusive you have like the games consoles that are that are there and it's just a, definitely a smaller, more intimate space, which is the exact yeah. reason they couldn't continue to have people indoors when they were having people indoors, because I don't think they could socially distance. But I I mean, they're just such lovely people. And like I said, I went down there today and I got some beers from them because I wanted to get some beers before Christmas and just support them as much as I could because they're just so nice. And I can't wait for it to open back up so I can actually drink in their tap room play their video games and just enjoy and that will make me a happy bunny and I'll be very very happy um so that was on my list that's it's funny that I've put it on my list because they are so local to me but I was like that's really important to me is because they're my local because they're so lovely I just want to be able to get in and support them even more by drinking there um so yeah that's there and then my last one that I've got is I just I was meant to be uh, we were actually planning at some point weren't we to record yeah. while I was in the U.S. Yeah. And I was going to bring back all these beers with me and we'd have like another whole special episode where you picked out some stuff that I might think is weird. I'd bring you back the weirdest stuff that I could find in, <laughs> in the US and um, it would be good or I'd record from the US and we'd sort of do it that way. Um, that didn't happen. <laughs> Obviously, hey. I'm still in my same room and it's, you know, a week less than a week before Christmas. Um, it was for the best decision for everybody's safety. Yeah. Um, myself my family uh, you know I couldn't risk getting over there and getting a negative or positive test and not being able to get on a plane back for example and my dog's here so it's just you know is what it is but I can't wait I've got a flight rebooked for March assuming I can go over in March um, which is probably cutting it close I've got to go to Aruba for a friend's wedding so we're stopping there on the way back Um, because really where I want to go is I want to go back to those places that I 
really love over there the small independent tap rooms and the new ones that have popped up that I haven't got a chance to go to like I want to I even want to make the drive out to Treehouse and you know go to Trillium myself because I've never actually been to Trillium I even want to go to Sam Adams because I've never been to <laughs> like you were like oh that's the one I did my first brewery that's my tour first and I was like ever brewery tour you've literally been, lived like it. 20 yeah. minute drive away and I've never been to it um, I'm gonna so, give you a li- I'm gonna give you a list of merch that I want <laughs> yeah I need to bring myself back one of the actual Boston lager glasses because oh, that's like glasses. number one on my list I need I one of those them. the like the bulgy ones yeah. I don't know what you'd call them they are so this they are you cover them in your glassware fun. video didn't they you? are in my glassware video go back and watch <laughs> go watch the it video because i explain about it because they are it was a two-year process between sam Adams, so the sam adams boston uh brewery and a glass maker and they specifically designed this glass to be the best glass to drink for their boston beers Lager. out of yeah yeah so i really I want it. to go to i really <laughs> want to go to sam adams just because it's like i've never gone there and it just seems ridiculous at this point that i've never gone there yeah yeah and just does. i really want to do a pub crawl of all the local breweries nearby to me um i spoke to my sister last night and we sort of planned it out we were like if we can't go out when i'm there and i can still go in march what we'll what we'll do is we'll just go around and buy a beer or two from multiple beers that we want to try from all these different tap rooms and we'll just do a pub crawl in the house um but i just miss drinking their beers they were one of night shift who i mentioned earlier they released something that was like an ice cream beer as well and i was like i should be there drinking that right now so sad so yeah that's that's me done right do we want to quickly have a have a squeeze yeah of let's have a look untapped so, untapped stats year in beer 2020 um this is I definitely going to be like a super long episode yeah but it's our end of the year episode yeah. that's why it's super long so yeah. much to review yeah so um my stats have changed since i took a picture the other day <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> i, I mean, should I checked yeah. in some more beers um so oh, I, yeah, I checked I haven't checked in beers I had last night so this is mine it's not going to be as accurate because I didn't check in <laughs> last night's beers yeah there's some, there's some I haven't che- checked in so it's not completely up to date but I have tried I'm slacking by the way I have tried a total of 582 unique beers this year um last year I think I tried 665 so I am slacking um so <laughs> Yeah, so my, my total. <laughs> yep, yeah, tell us your total. I was going to say my total <laughs> of unique beers is yeah. four hundred and sixty-five. That's good going, right? So an average untapped user tries around forty-nine beers. <laughs> Blew them I out of the water. I did appreciate that when I saw 49. that. I was like, "Oh, that's brilliant." These people. Um, what was your most checked in one? Um, so I've got three that are two check ins because actually I don't. If I've already tried it, I don't really check it in. Um, unless there's a particular reason <laughs> but um my my top with two check-ins this year is doki doki by hey, Doki. <laughs> what's really yeah. funny is your number your multiple check-ins is Boutilius. yeah yeah and they my are most checked in. Oh, yeah you're most checked in is it is siren, siren. <laughs> every second matters with three check-ins yay siren and Boutilius. yay <laughs> Um, so top breweries, I've tasted beers from 214 different breweries this year. Oh, that's, that's quite good going. going. Isn't it? That's I good didn't going. I think I'd tried that many different ones, but apparently I have. Um, my top three, I'm really happy with my top three breweries. So my top brewery with 28 beer check-ins 
um, was Boutilliers. Of course. <laughs> of course. Just um, guess mine. <laughs> was it was it Siren? Was it Siren uh, by any chance? Um, absolutely. My, my second highest check-in with 24 beers was Wild Beer Co., which I'm not surprised about because I bought quite a few of their tasting boxes throughout the year with their virtual tastings because they were really excellent. Um, and then my next top one with another 24 beers was Overworks, which I'm quite surprised about because I didn't think I'd drunk that many Overworks beers this year. And apparently I have. <laughs> I'm not that surprised because I've, I've, you've got the, you even yeah. managed to get the Overworks glass and I yeah. didn't get it. Well, I've had so. my Overworks glass for ages, so... <laughs> I love it. I'm so jealous. Yeah, yeah I've got uh, 159 different breweries. So that's. I wish it told us the like the average, the average. untapped user for yeah. all of them. Yeah. So yeah, my my top one, unsurprisingly, was 64 different beers, Ooh. and that's with me not having checked in probably every single one of them, is Siren. Nice. And then my second most, which I'm really surprised at, is Tiny Rebel with 24 oh, wow. beers. I'm quite surprised yeah. because I don't feel like I remember trying that many. But then also we've gone to Wales and pick stuff up from yeah. them. And my sister-in-law's come to visit at points and brought beers from because yeah. she lives in Newport. So it's like, maybe that's what's happening because I'm definitely not doing individual purchases of that many different no. beers. I think it was the eighth birthday that actually probably oh, yeah. it was quite, set me yeah. over because I got quite a lot and I went yeah. to the tap takeover. Yeah, we did. That. Yeah, we went yeah. to the tap takeover. And then my third one was Daya with 16 beers. Oh. I drank a Good lot job. of Daya, but that's also again because I went to Daya and I sampled. Oh yeah, I did a lot go. of sampling of a lot of stuff. So and I think this is the thing. Like, um, I was just like, I don't think like last year Brewdog was definitely at the top of my list because I went to a lot of Brewdog beers, uh, Brewdog bars, yeah. and I went to the AGM. So I tried a lot of Brewdog beers last year, but I'm I'm really happy with those those ones this year. I was very happy with that. Um, yeah. So I, I have tried. 124 different styles out of 215 possible styles i'm well happy with that i'm well happy that i've tried 124 different styles like what's your favorite style of the year right right sour fruited is my top oh i'm I'm surprised it wasn't stout i thought it was Um, gonna be stout (laughs) yeah so the last year i think it was sour fruited as well actually so i'm consistent in what's my favorite if nothing else is consistency i didn't look last year because to be honest i created this count probably like ages ago now um but i stopped really using it and i only really started using it again at the beginning of this year because i was like well i forgot all about this app and now i'm drinking way more than what i was doing before so it's worthwhile me logging it yeah and i was buying more direct so i was like yeah i need to keep track of what i've had and haven't had so i didn't even look last year I think this is my third year with my untapped stats. I love my untapped stats. <laughs> well, I'm going to definitely be checking from now on. Yeah. Um, I've got 91 styles out of 215. And oh, that's good. W- what would you guess my most? Oh, I don't know. Is, is it something hoppy? Yeah, something hoppy. Is it a dipper? No. My, no. my it seems like India Pale, uh, India Pale Ale is your favorite style of the year but it's american so it's ipa like you can get ipa west coast nipper um mine was american because i think it's probably i've had so many of all different types that it's just gone you just like ipas in general (laughs) yeah um so i'm quite impressed with my with my venues as well considering we've not been anywhere um i've added 10 unique venues (laughs) this year um, my top one with 441 check-ins was Untapped at Home. Yay! <laughs> Untapped um, at Home! <laughs> my second 
most checked in place is Pegasus Tap Room, which is I was waiting for you to say for two years. <laughs> no, well, no, wait, wait though. You've not had that. Uh, I've not I've not been to their tap room, so but um I that's our, our local one of our local craft bars in Canterbury, so I'm happy with that. Um and then the next one is the Untapped Virtual Festival Europe where I had ten check ins. Nice. Um, yeah, but there's I mean there's some things like like um I couldn't there are some places I can't check into um i find i I find it frustrating and i I find it frustrating and so my top purchase places butilia's bottle and tap (laughs) uh with 30 check-ins pegasus tap room with 12 and macnade's fine foods which is um one of our local farm shops which has a really good selection of local craft beers local local beers in general um 11 check-ins but that is because I can't check into other places that I've bought them because yeah. when you're doing it at home, you're too far away. <laughs> and, th- and that, well, that's it. And I think even then when you search from, I think that's the fundamental flaw with um, the, so untap for anybody that doesn't know, or I don't know, you lived under a rock or whatever, basically <laughs> untapped is the, is the app, is the app. Like there's other yeah. apps, but this is the app global that you can use to check in your beer drinking yeah. and your ratings and all that and where you've purchased it from and the problem is from, from my perspective the fundamental flaw is it uses foursquare now foursquare in my opinion is very old tech very. and i don't think that it's very user-friendly for this purpose and if you want to add something you have it's a faff you have to go through like this massive process just to it's, it's not even massive but it's just like I can't be bothered yeah <laughs> I just can't be bothered to do it so I yeah. just won't add where I've bought it from yeah. so they would do themselves a massive disservice if they want to access my data and yeah. they want to know where I've purchased things from to just do I know it's harder than this I've been on a forum. I've (laughs) been on a forum where they've discussed this. And the problem is it's untying that element from the app. And that's what's very difficult and very consuming to do. Um, But they need to find a way to make that functionality better because there's some stuff that it just doesn't exist because it's a very US centric Foursquare is a very US centric app just doesn't work when you're in other parts of the world as well so i just don't like it um i have 18 unique venue check-ins (laughs) i don't know how i got that um i've got 387 untapped at home (laughs) way 21 check-ins at siren and i've got i've got to admit something i've got one check-in at the untapped virtual festival europe i didn't (laughs) attend that (laughs) did you check into it i checked into it because it, it gave me the option and i was like do i get a badge for that <laughs> right it's the only thing i've ever cheated on and i don't I feel it. good about it i don't feel good about it That's but funny. i was like oh it's only gonna happen once isn't it so might as well check in <laughs> and then my top purchased app un- unsurprisingly i've got siren with 95 check-ins yeah um in regards to what you said about the collab fest, I've got 29 check-ins to Brewdog Reading and 23 check-ins to Brewdog Tower Hill. Now I have been to Tower Hill and I have checked in some beers at Tower Hill, but I think the majority of these will have been from, for the Tower Hill ones anyways, will have yeah, been see, for I collab fest. Yeah, I didn't check them into Tower Hill because I... I checked them in because they I mean, came from they Tower Hill. come from Tower Hill, yeah. but I was just like, but I've not been to Tower Hill. So, so I, I've been there 
And yeah. so some of them are legitimate check-ins and some yeah. of them are collab fest because of the yeah, fact that I was been. like, they've come from there. Whereas Brewdog Reading, I have been there. So those are probably all Yeah, I've not been to Tower Hill this, this year. I've not been to Tower Hill anyway. Yeah. What's your What's your badge count? Um, oh, I didn't look. Let's go have a look. Um, 657. 940. Wow. Yeah. How did you badge get, queen? How did you get so many badges? I mean, I've got well, a one of them of, was the virtual Europe Festival. I've got, I've got a total of 3,005 badges. Um, my total, you beat me on that. My total <laughs> earned is 1,221. I just did a lot of badging this year. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Do you have drinking buddies? I've only got, um, out of my top three drinking buddies, I've only got two people. I don't, yeah, I've only got one person because I don't really tag people in it. I, I feel like I should probably start doing it because I don't. Um, that's my friend Louise. <laughs> I've got Helen and my husband. Uh, yeah. That's it. Because yeah, we'll have really. like chats where we'll have a beer. We'll, yeah. we'll drink the same beer and then we'll tag each other in it. I should start tagging us in when we're doing, when I check them in from the podcast, shouldn't I? We should do. Yeah, we should I just never, I just never think to. No, I, I the only reason I started doing it was because with my husband it made it easier for us to tell which we've had and yeah. which we haven't between us yeah. and with Helen it was like she was tagging me and I was like I never thought to do that yeah so I, I just I'll do it as well it. yeah <laughs> yeah um your overall check-ins this is the last stat we have overall check-ins overall check-ins where's that at the top it was the very first one for me oh, the very first one uh, very first so one. mine's saying the same so my overall check-ins are 500 oh no 586 total. 584 oh very close very close and that's obviously pre-me i don't think i've checked in every beer i've drunk like if it was if i've had it before i haven't checked it in so yeah i've not checked in every single one and i've had a lot of repeats this year because i've where where i've been teaching the classes i've ended up having like things again that i've had before and i just didn't check them in it's just when i remember to do it and sometimes (laughs) i just don't like last night dead to me i didn't check any of those (laughs) i've got to do that today i've got a list yeah i've got catch up i'm a bit behind um but it does say that the average untapped users checked in 52 times in 2020 so we're doing all right we're good yeah we're We're doing all right my first check in a 2020 which is really funny to me because it wouldn't have been what i guessed is mango milkshake ipa by tiny rebel oh so mine was deeds not words by mothership um you beat me Yours and i'm surprised i'm surprised well i'm surprised <laughs> that that's my first check-in because i definitely didn't have that on new year's day <laughs> but it says i checked it in on new year's day um i think i was doing a catch-up because i think i had that between christmas and new year <laughs> yeah and in i think Cambridge. that one was my first one i think that one was my first one because i just didn't check in a whole bunch of stuff yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and i think i was sat there I'll probably day off on on new year's day oh, i'll catch up on my untapped catch check-ins that's the first one right yeah, should we end right. this on a positive note Let's. what is your favorite beer related moment of 2020 so obviously we've said 2020 sucks we don't like it we're just we're done with it but it's had its glimmering moments yeah so what was your favorite moment um i think my favorite moment is starting this podcast oh that's sweet yes because um we i think we just have far too much fun on it <laughs> it is way too fun and that's why they end up yeah. being so long as we yeah. have so much fun <laughs> that gets diverted it's not so fun trying to edit them i can tell you that yeah. but <laughs> i'll let you do that yeah You're the, you, you've got that sorry <laughs> i'll write the outlines till the end of time i'll yeah. promote it i'll do whatever i just oh. i'll do the editing <laughs> i'll yes. learn how to edit someday i promise <laughs> I'll, I'll earn my keep 
fine. <laughs> um, I think sort of similar to that, I think my favorite beer related moment of, of 2020 was just joining the beer forums. And I yeah. say that because it's brought me so many great things. It brought me this podcast. It brought me meeting you and doing this, you yeah. know, not only just doing this podcast, it's the fun we have before and after we're filming. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and when, you know, finding your women's pint club, which if if we didn't go into lockdown, you never would have probably had that same online group because no, so, it would all be meeting in person. Yeah, because we had it there and it was for the people meeting in person. Then I was just like, Do you know what? We were I'm gonna open it up to other people because we can all get together and if you are a um a woman beer drinker or someone that identifies as as a woman and would like to join a beer group search for um women's pint club on facebook and come join us because we had our christmas party last night and it was epic (laughs) which is i'm surprised we're still drinking today (laughs) i haven't got onto my cloud water i'm still on the pumpkin because yeah (laughs) because because some people thought it would be a good idea to have a fourth fourth beer (laughs) it wasn't which doesn't doesn't sound like it's that many beers but when you've been drinking beforehand like before I even joined that call I had half a bottle of mulled wine with with yeah and then I I joined the call and then I had more beers on another call and and then I came back to the call (laughs) and I'd done a class on imperial stouts so I drank three imperial stouts (laughs) And then I was like, yeah, I'll have a fourth beer. And what we should say, this is not over a very long time no. frame either. It was not over like a massively long time frame. No. So we thought, we, we we almost left it. And then we both went, do you want a fourth one? Yeah, let's yeah, have a fourth yeah we're still chatting. Let's go get another beer. Oh, it's so, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why we're a bit yeah. slow on the draw today. Yeah. But I think we're still high energy. It's good. But yeah. I think just joining the beer forums, it's just brought me such a great community of people. And I yeah. think like even that Women's Pint Club, like, it's great you've got people that are close to you that you can go and have a beer with you know people around me and my friends I mean my husband drinks craft but our friends don't necessarily so for me I don't have that same community offline and the community I found online and the friends that I've made in this last year have just been so great and it's led to so many great experiences like the podcast the beer mile you know I'm having a secret Santa party tonight I'm planning a Leeds pub crawl I really want to go and do one of your meetups when we can do for women's pint club like last night I had so much fun meeting people I'd never spoken to before and um that's going to be the thing that I'm probably most grateful for 2020 for doing is just yeah. all the new people in the beer community. Oh, so on that positive note, that's it for 2020. Um, from both myself and Tori, we wish you a safe and relaxing holiday season. Um, and we hope to get a much better year in 2021. Uh, we appreciate all of you that have taken your time to listen to us, um, even if you decided it wasn't for you. Uh, we do this because we enjoy beer and we enjoy talking about beer and we want to share that enjoyment with you. Um, so if you want to tell us your beers of 2020, if you want to tell Tory your beers of 2020, where can they get hold of you? Yeah, so tell me your highlights, your lowlights, everything in between and what you're looking forward to most in 2021 on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. And where can they tell you, Joe? So if you want to come talk to me, um, I have my beer account, which is a woman's brew, and that is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can find my beer school, Love Beer Learning. Um, we have 
online beer school vouchers um we have a build your beer vocabulary course and i have my beer membership where we talk about different beer styles every month if you want to learn about beer come and join us you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter at love beer learning um you can email us lovebeerlearning at gmail.com or you can visit the website lovebeerlearning.co.uk come and learn about beer with me in the new year yeah, I joined the beer tent. Yay, I, I officially joined the beer tent because after our last episode, yeah. I needed to know about the impies. <laughs> so I need to know about the Russian Imperial Stouts and the normal yeah. impies and everything in between. So I joined the beer tent. I think with that, we get to do live tastings yep. with you, don't we? And we get yep. to learn with you live. So yep, you, you can do. come and drink live with Joanne. Yeah, come and drink with and me. Be a VIP me member and come and, and, and drink see live. Me <laughs> tapping in the comments, asking yep. questions and <laughs> yep. just being a nuisance. And you can come and join that fun. So yeah, come and join, join the us. beer tent. It's going to be fun, guys. <laughs> uh, so that's us for 2020. Get in the bin. We are ready for and join the beer tent. <laughs> Come and join the beer tent. Come and join us in 2021. There's uh, no dumpster so... fires in there. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, so on that note, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>